Hello, friends, and welcome back to another podcast of Women at the Well Ministries, where we believe that all of us have to come to Jesus like the woman at the well in John chapter 4. Our highest priority is making God real in your life. Whether you are listening in our app, in your favorite podcasting app, or on our website at watwm.org, we invite you to sit down with us as we look to the scriptures to learn more about God and to strengthen your daily walk with Jesus Christ. The presence of Jesus is real. He surrounds us and protects us. Join us in this podcast of Women at the Well Ministries as Kim gives God praise and you hope by sharing the account of God's goodness towards her as he protected her life. Hello, and thank you for joining us in this podcast of Women at the Well Ministries. And This podcast might be slightly different than anyone we ever do and certainly different than anyone we've ever done. But recently, just a few days ago, I witnessed for my own self and I fully became aware that God is present at all times and that he surrounds us and he protects us. And I'd like to start with a verse out of Psalms chapter 57, verse 3. But I'd like to pray first. Our kind and most gracious to Heavenly Father, Lord, I want to thank you for your presence in my life. I want to thank you that you surround me, you go before me, you are behind me, and you encamp around all about me. I thank you that you care about me and that you love me that I know deep within my heart that I'm no different than every person within the sound of my voice, that you care for them the same way, that you long for them to be in your presence, and that you died that they might be part of your family. Lord, I ask that you would remove me from the message and that you would allow me to say the words that would touch some soul, that they would come to know you better, and if they don't know you at all, that this would be the day that they would come to know you as Savior. Lord, someone who might be feeling alone, who might feel like they don't matter, Lord, let the words that you give me as I recount my encounter with you touch their hearts in such a way that they know the joy of their salvation and the realness of your presence. And in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Psalms 57.3 says this, He shall send from heaven and save me from the reproach of him that would swallow me up. God shall send forth his mercy and his truth. I get my hair cut on a very busy street. And you park on one side, and oftentimes you have to cross the street to get to where you get your hair cut in the building where my hairdresser is. And I get it cut like clockwork. And so 
This was a typical day in which I was getting my hair cut, and I had gone in to get my hair cut, and my hairdresser is an amazing lady of God. And it's always kind of like having church when I go to get my hair cut. And this day was no different. No one was in her, in her salon other than her and me. And we were discussing how God comes at just the right time with just the right things and how his presence is always with us. And when we need comfort and we need joy, that he is there and that he always is on time. And as we began to talk about some things that had happened in her life and the way God had manifested himself in her life, my heart was just uplifted. And I had joy and spring in my step. And the last thing I said to her as I was leaving her office was this. You know, God, he's always there when we need him. And he never disappoints. And I walked out of that room where she cuts my hair and on through the building, out the front door, like I have done time and time again. She has cut my hair for well over a decade. And it was a beautiful day, kind of unusually beautiful for this time of year where I live. And the sun was shining brightly and the leaves were crisp and it was actually slightly warm and the breeze was blowing. And I was on the sidewalk and I looked left and there was no car. And I looked right, and I could see this amazing beam of sunshine. And immediately in my heart, I was thinking, wow, God is so bright, and he's so warm. And as I continued to look right, I concluded that it was okay for me to cross the street, that everything was fine. And as I stepped out off of the sidewalk into the road, still looking right for a moment, I had this overwhelming sense that I needed to stop, that I had to stop. And traffic, to me, seemed to have been clear. But as I heard that in my heart to stop and had this incredible need to just stop. I promise you that my foot was in the air on its way to make one more step. And because of God's grace and the relationship we have, I am disciplined to hear and disciplined to obey. And so immediately with my right foot in the air, getting ready to take the next step, I just simply stopped. And at that same time, I felt two hands on my chest pushing me backwards. And I look straight forward. And as I'm going backwards away from the road, a huge SUV comes barreling down the road at a high rate of speed. 
And just like a snow plow that pushes snow to the side and doesn't just quickly move away from its attachment to the snow, it stops and then it moves and backs away. That's what these two hands that I physically felt on my chest felt like. They had stayed in contact with me until I was in safety. And for what seemed like forever, they lingered. And then they were gone. And it brought to my mind this. Jesus is always present. Because I promise you, had I continued one more step, the black SUV would have barreled me over. See, when I looked right, the sun was in my eyes, and I thought I could see beyond the sunbeam. But the way our eyes are constructed, there was too much contrast between the brightness and the darkness. And all I could see was the brightness, and the black SUV was just perfectly placed out of my recognition. So as to me to conclude it was okay to cross, when in reality, had I continued to cross, I believe from the depths of my heart and soul that we wouldn't be having this podcast right now. But you see, Genesis 50, verse 20 says this, But as for you, ye thought evil against me, but God meant it unto good to bring to pass as it is this day to save much people alive. Now I understand that the context of this verse is different than the context that I'm getting ready to, to use it in. But it's still very much the same and it's incredibly applicable. See, I know that the devil would like nothing more than to move me out of his way. I am certain that the work that God has called me to do and he enables me to do on a daily basis doesn't sit well with the devil. And I'm sure it rubs him the wrong way. And I believe from the depths of my heart that the devil wanted to obliterate me at that moment and get me out of the way. But Jesus said no. And what the devil meant for harm for me, surely to put me to death. Jesus meant for good. Because as I felt his hands upon me, and I could see nothing except the car going by. But as I could physically feel his hands upon me, I knew in my heart that his hands were upon me. I knew in my heart that he wasn't done with me. I understood from the depths of my soul that the work I was doing with the Lord and for the Lord had his anointing in his hands. See, he didn't just merely move me out of the way. He kept his hands upon me. See, Psalms 121, 7 and 8 say this, The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth. 
and even forevermore. When the Lord pressed upon my heart to stop, he was managing and preserving my going out. When the Lord spoke to me and said, stop, he was protecting me and preserving me. I'm no different than you are. I am a sinner saved by grace, protected and loved by the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And that time was not my time to meet him. And it shook me up. One, I thought to myself, who am I that a king would die for me? And who am I that he'd be mindful of me? Of all the billions of people taking steps, why would his eyes focus on me and move me back? And as I sit in my car, sobbing from gratefulness, from realizing the emotion of what it meant to stare death down, from the gratitude of God's hands upon me, I fully understood what it meant that God preserves you. I fully understood what it meant in Jeremiah 29, 11 when he said he has plans for us to prosper us and to give us a hope and an expected end. And this past Thursday wasn't my end. November the 2nd of 2023 wasn't my last day. And no matter what the devil was going to throw at me, no matter what the devil was going to do, he wasn't going to take me. But what also happened that day is I believe the devil was taking an honest good shot at me. Was that Jesus proved once again that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. That Jesus proved once again that his call upon my life is without repentance and he will supply my every need and he will give me the strength to do it. What I saw sitting in that car as it played over and over in my head is, what can man do unto me? What I understood was that my assignment from God is between me and him. And that his love and his mercy endures forever. And what I understood was Deuteronomy 24, which said, For the Lord your God, it is he that goeth with you to fight for you against your enemies to save you. And Isaiah 43, 2, never had a clearer picture in my heart than it did that moment. When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned. Neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. He's my fourth man in the fire. 
And though I may not see him physically, and may never again feel him in that same manner, I will never forget his hands upon me. I will never forget how it motivated me and inspired in my mind and in my heart to realize that I am someone God looks at. And I want to tell you that you're somebody that God looks at. You're somebody that God has a plan for, and the devil can't take that plan away. If you choose to believe in him and to trust him completely, he will hold you and help you. He doesn't want any harm to come unto you. And his love for you is forever. And it's complete. In Psalm chapter 91, verses 9 through 12, it reads this, Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. My angels were in full force that day. And the King of kings and the Lord of lords chose to let me know his presence was around me. I have preached, I have taught, I have lived, I have loved. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5. And I often camp in the second part of that verse and maybe until now never realized the importance of the front. But Hebrews 13, 5 reads like this. Let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as you have. For he hath said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. I know that I know that I know his presence is with me. What I also now know is that we need to be thrilled with our place in life that God has given us. We needed to accept the assignment he has given us with great joy and eagerness. We can't look left or right and worry about someone else's assignment, but we have to be content because he's right there with us. And wherever he is, there is peace. And there is joy. And so as my heart and mind reflects back on a moment when I felt him like never before, I've come to know that everywhere I am, he is. Everywhere I go, he goes. Everything that comes at me is sifted through nail-scarred hands. And the Holy Spirit engulfs me like Teflon. And the only time that the fiery dart to the devil can ever get to me is when I choose to take off the armor of God that he gave me in Ephesians 6. And when I choose to step outside of the protection of his will. 
But on that day, my last conversation would have still been about Jesus. And my last thoughts were a prayer about his warmth and brightness in the sun. But it wasn't meant to be for those to be my last thoughts. God isn't done with me. And as long as you are still alive, he's not done with you. In fact, he says, let everyone who has breath praise the Lord. So today, I could have sit on this account because some of you are going to not believe it. Others of you are going to think it's a nice story. But somebody may grab it. And it may increase their faith. And it may give them the hope that comes from Jesus Christ. But I want you to know, I'm committed to move forward. And I get that the battle's not mine. It belongs to the Lord. And I'm going to follow as closely as I can. And I'm going to strive to hear him when he whispers. And to obey him when he commands. Because I know that Jesus loves me. For the Bible tells me so. And daily, he demonstrates it. Remember, you are loved. Jesus loves you. Thank you for joining us in today's podcast. You can visit the show notes for quotes from today's podcast and scripture references. We pray today has been a blessing, and we encourage you to reach out to us through our app, our website, or our Facebook page. You can find our app by searching for Woman at the Well Ministries in your app store or through our website at watwm.org. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash watwm. If you visit our website, you'll be able to subscribe to Bible Bits, a daily devotion written by Kim and delivered Monday through Friday by text message. Woman at the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father. And it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. To learn how to partner with Woman at the Well Ministries, please visit our website. Thank you to the Gospel Group Fudge Creek for letting us use their hit song, Happy Girl. We greatly appreciate your prayers. We are praying daily for our listeners. Remember that God loves you. You are loved.
a happy girl.